Hi, everybody, and welcome to our latest episode of the IMG podcast. Uh, my name is David Coglin. I'm one of the co-founders, and I'm joined by my business partner, Richard. Hello. And this time on the podcast, we are super excited to be joined by marketing superstar, um, all-round excellent person, uh, part-time runner, new marathon runner, and also a member of the IMG community, Claire Taylor. Welcome. Hello. Thank you, Dave. No worries. So, um, yeah, really excited to have Claire on. You are um, our first community member to join the podcast. So congratulations on that little milestone. Thank you. That sounds quite scary. <laughs> it's, all good. it's all good, I promise. I think also one of our first ever community members to join as well. So when we launched back in sort of November, you were definitely, if not the first, one of the definitely the top five. So almost okay. like a founding member of the IMG community as well. Fantastic. I don't like hanging around. <laughs> front of the curve, front of the Absolutely. curve. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess, I guess obviously we, we, we said that you were one of our sort of founding members. So I guess, you know, let, let's sort of talk about you, you know, you know, your background, your experience, you obviously run your own business. So sort of tell us a bit about you really. Okay. Um, well, first and foremost, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, um, I'm now a business owner. Um, I'm a keen runner and also a, a football enthusiast. That's me in a bit of a nutshell. Um, as you said, I, I, I'm about to run my first marathon in October, Dave, so uh, I'm just getting stuck into some hardcore training where that's concerned and that kind of helps to keep me sane and gives me a little bit of, uh, of downtime away from the, um, you know, the, the trials and tribulations and excitements of, uh, of running a business. So um, I started my business last year, similar to you guys, during the pandemic. Um, and was introduced um, by a mutual contact of ours to, to IMG last autumn. Um, and I did a little bit of reading on, on, on what you guys were doing and where I thought I might be able to slot into it. And I thought it all sounded quite exciting. And I think that was when we had a, a conversation and uh, I subsequently uh, committed and, and joined up, as you said, Richard. Great stuff. So mum, wife, business owner, which one's the most challenging? Um, <laughs> I would say they're all equally challenging in different ways at different times for different reasons. Right, fine. That's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> <obviously this conversation>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we don't move down that route. So, um, so your business. Tell us about. Tell us about your business and actually your name. It's quite. It's quite nice. The business name. So the business is called Apricus Marketing. Um, Apricus is a, a Latin word. It means full of brightness and sunshine or warmed by the sun. Um, and when I set up the business, I really wanted to find a name that kind of summarised me, really, the, the, the kind of person I am, the personality I have, and how I like to work with my clients to kind of bring a little bit of joy into their, their marketing proposition and, their, and the way they manage their marketing functions. And I just, yeah, when I came across the name, I just really liked it. And I just thought it resonated well with me. Um, and I felt I could be really creative with the branding around that as well, which, as you've seen, I've introduced some quite interesting, bright colours that I seem to be coming quite synonymous and, and, and known for now across my, my socials and some of my networking events that I go to. But you've had a, because we were talking offline about, you've had a new uh, photo shoot done as well, haven't you? And I thought that the yellow, which you were wearing, was part of your launch, but apparently it wasn't. 
That was no the the yellow. So on on my um my sort of personal branding photography that I use at the moment, the 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 sort of the yellow I'm wearing was was pre Apricus by probably about eighteen months to two years, but by coincidence it, it sort of blended together quite well so yeah no I've just had some new personal branding photography taken which I'll be releasing over the uh, over the next few weeks so yeah it's a bit of a move away from the yellow there to something a little bit more muted that's really interesting though, <laughs> those bright bright colors and where you ended up it was the what was like what obviously you've started your business now you said you launched it in autumn time yeah. during the covid pandemic which you know we're a pair of idiots and we did that but what was sort of what was your motivating force to get going and you know in that sort of time yeah I mean it was kind of twofold really I've, I've, it's something that I've wanted to do for probably the last three or four years but my my children were quite young at that time and the timing just wasn't right um like a lot of people last year um you know I, I was I started the year um employed um in a job and um found myself in a redundancy situation last summer but I'm a very positive person and I thought actually do you know what this is a real opportunity now this is an opportunity for me to come out of this doing something that I want to do um giving me the work-life balance that I desire that I want for my family and it's an opportunity to to really move forward um, in that direction so I, I decided to take the plunge really there was no never any doubt that that was what was, I was going to do I never considered um, you know going to get back in the job queue I just thought no this is this is the right time and I believe everything happens for a reason um, so I decided to to go for it and to be honest I haven't looked back so far. And I know you said <clears throat> a bit like us actually obviously we talk redundancy yeah. and whether you take redundancy or not I'm not sure that's the right thing but we we obviously went through a redundancy process to start our business and that you're almost sort of forced into it in that state but what what was the underlying sort of desire to start your own business because it's more than redundancy you clearly have yeah, no, it's something I've always wanted to do I mean I knew you know from being a teenager I I studied business studies and economics for A level I did an international business degree at university so I've always been interested in in business I've always um, been inspired by how especially international businesses run I also studied German as part of my degree I'm a German speaker um and I lived and worked abroad and it's just something that I've always really enjoyed you know reading about and and following from a sort of a, a branding perspective an international business perspective it's always been quite interesting so I think that desire for me to actually run a business was always there right from being you know a, a young a young person um but I think what's really important is that you go and you 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 learn your craft you learn your trade you hone your skills and when the time's right you know to move into that arena and and kind of do it yourself with some real experience um under your belt I think is is what's really important and hopefully that will make the difference you know when it comes to success ultimately it's a really it's a really difficult or different skill set isn't it to run your own business I think that's what we we we're finding that as well and loving it and it's challenging and some of it some of it comes natural some of it you have to learn some of it you 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 have to really learn quickly but I think marketing is, is something you build up over time and you, you you know we're all very good at what we do but I think running a business you have to be um it's a different skill and I think you have to have that mindset as well um 
So what, what did you have any reservations? I know you said no, but was there anything which really stood out about, I'm not sure about going, going it alone? Uh, no, I think I will say, I think it's, it, it, when you're starting out, you have to be confident with what you're doing. So you have to find a level of confidence about what you're doing. Um, I mean, I've been used to working in, in businesses for the last 20 odd years where I'm promoting other people's products and services, their brand, their, their company, their culture. And, um, you know, it, it's one thing doing that. Um, but when it's it's you, it's your business, it's promoting yourself, you've really got to put yourself out there. And that took a little bit of, uh, I guess, getting used to. Um, but no, in terms of reservations, um, they never entered my mind, to be honest. Good stuff, yeah. And it's how really, really, uh, <clears throat> I was just going to say, it's really, really admirable. I guess the, I don't know about you, but the biggest, I guess the biggest challenge I certainly face personally is a bit of like imposter syndrome particularly in marketing, because there's just so many talented, I know so many talented people, you know, yourself included, you're clearly eminently more qualified to run a business than Richard and I, but I, I mean, the community and marketing community is just so small, and I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, there are loads of people doing such a brilliant job, I know personally I struggle with the kind of, uh, why would they hire me, but you know, it, it goes back to, again, yeah. experience and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but you you know you have to understand your knowledge and your value, and when you understand that, then I think you can be a lot more sure about, you know, promoting yourself um, around that. You have to kind of sift through the noise. There's a lot of noise out there in the marketing space these days. You mm. have to sift through that. You have to find your position and obviously communicate that really well which is what marketing is about ultimately so if we can't do that then uh, then we're struggling aren't we yeah, yeah. Do, you, um, do you do you think sort of launching your business during a global pandemic was a help or a hindrance um people have asked me this a lot and my answer is I did it when I did it and I don't know how it would be if I'd done it at any other time so it just happened to be in the middle of a pandemic I've got nothing to judge it on beforehand. Um, and I just, yeah, there's nothing to compare it against. I don't know any difference. So, you know, I believe that if we get through this time in our first year of business, then hopefully that stands us in really good stead um, for the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and how's it going then? So obviously you are what now, probably towards your first half of the year? Um, I'm over that. So I launched officially at the beginning of, of, of September. Um, so yeah, I'm just into my last quarter. Yeah. So no, very pleased with how it's gone um, so far. I've managed to secure quite a few um, clients, obviously you guys being one of them, which has been fantastic. Um, and yeah, just really enjoying it. What I really like about what I do is the variety of work that, that I pick up. No two days are the same, no two clients are the same. And that really helps to keep it interesting. And it's really um, advantageous actually that you can pick up um, techniques and, and ideas and transfer them actually from, from you know, one client type to another, um, depending on, on what kind of project you, you're working on. And it's really nice to see things sort of come together in that way. I think what we're finding as well, Dave, isn't it? You go into, you go into sectors which you wouldn't necessarily get into in a full-time role, because obviously people are buying your skills and services and not necessarily pigeonholing you in a, oh, but you've got no FMCG sort of background. Yeah. 
it's 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 yeah it, it certainly opens up a lot more doors i think being freelance than it does trying to secure permanent roles after permanent roles yeah absolutely and i think for me that's one of the um that was one of the big sort of draws towards you guys and signing up with ing because I knew that you would also be looking across different sectors than I would naturally possibly place myself in. And I think that's what's happened with, um, you know, one of the projects that, that we've been working on together. Um, but it's been, you know, it's been really, really enjoyable and it's been really an, a nice addition to have to my sort of set of experience, really, that we've gone through that project. I, I personally, it's always been a bugbear of mine. I've hated it when people do job adverts and it's like must have. And it's almost like must have financial services background, must have. And I just think you're really limiting your kind of sort of creative thinking. And, and, and some industries, and I'll call it out now, some industries, FMCG, are very bad at that. They are literally, if you haven't got any experience of that, you don't get a look in. And, and I've always been one where I've recruited people who have no experience in my industry because I want somebody to go, actually, do you know what? When I used to do this in the aerospace industry and it's like well how is that relevant to yeah. a SaaS product but actually it's yeah. techniques and it's transferable and yeah it bugs the hell out of me yeah. I, I say that often you know the discipline of marketing the discipline of what we do is transferable across so many different industries it's really not doesn't have to be industry specific you know I've worked across railways I've worked across pharmaceutical I've worked across furniture and bed manufacturing they're all very different industries but the principles of 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 what I do are are transferable and anything you don't know sorry Dave anything you don't know anything which is which is unique to that industry you learn Dave and I you know Dave first foreign in the industry didn't have a clue about off-gem supply license conditions and all of that stuff, but he knew he knew how to kick the arse out of a financial services campaign. But actually, yeah. learn that. And if and if you if you're not capable of learning that, then you can't do your job. It's just I mean, it blows my mind. But anyway, that's, I'll step off my soapbox now. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to add to that. You know, it's the old. I remember a couple of years ago now we did a thing in um, the business marketing club about human to human. You know, there is no B2B or B2C, which is the old, you know, the split. If you've never, if you haven't got a B2C experience, don't bother applying. Um, but it, it's all just people, right? If you can, if you can motivate people and move people to take action and do things, then um, that's all yeah. you want, regardless of whether they're sitting in an office in central London or if they're, you know, sitting on their sofa at eight o'clock at night. Completely agree. I'm going to ask you a question now, which, um, which is, it's obviously a bit leading, but uh, I'm <laughs> and actually, I, I, I'm, I'll put my I'll put my sort of uh, answer on record as well. And obviously, five years time, that might be replayed as one of those horror <laughs> moments. But <laughs> freelance, freelance versus full time employment. If you had to pick a lane for the rest of your life, why? What a question! Yeah. Um. At this moment in time, I'd go absolutely freelance, yeah. definitely, absolutely, because I think you are in control um, of what work you take on, what work you want to take on. Um, you can focus on the work you enjoy doing, the kind of work you want to build up, and you can get that, you know, really important work-life balance. And I think, you know, one thing we've all learned as a result of, of COVID is how precious that actually is um and yes yeah, so for me at the moment it would be freelance all the way I, however um, i don't regret 
the full-time sort of career employed you know for the last 20 years up to this point because I think that that is you know puts you in a much stronger position to then move forward from I think if you you, you know you need a good foundation to start with to be able to do that that's such a great answer and such a great marketing answer there because you've, <laughs> you've almost said both it was like this but, but no I completely agree in the fact that the the full the full-time element gives you the foundation and the and the sort yeah. of the um the, the chance to build on that I, I I don't know about you Dave but I, I it, it sends shivers down my spine to think that in a year's time two years time five years time I might be back in full-time employment that's not I, I you know what I, I don't really want to be that person because I think the variety everything you just described that variety in that really really appeals to me and that's what the freelance kind of environment gives you but yeah. this might be an interesting listen back in five years time so. Well, let's see that. Let's in. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I think there's it's it's I I agree with you, Claire, and, and I think there's I think there's a foundation where I think you can only really and it's a leap, right? I think the whole um, you know we've we Rich and I have been talking about this like at length, and we talk about this pretty much every day. Is um, obviously the circumstances or the stars aligned in such a way that we were able to make that leap. Um, into sort of self-employment or free, freelancing, which is fine. But when you're a lot younger, it's a hell of a lot scarier. There's a hell of a lot more risk. And actually, in terms of your ability to mitigate that risk, in terms of acquiring business, getting new clients and stuff, it's it's less. So, I mean, when I, I've done this before, when did I, it was sort of 2010, so 11 years ago, and I was pretty green I didn't have any corporate experience at all um you know thought I was a bit of a hotshot marketer made the leap and gee whiz I tell you what it was the most stressful sort of emotional phase work you know phase of my work life because it, it was a roller coaster every single month it was kind of am I going to be able to pay the mortgage and you kind of creep 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 yes I've made it and then you might have like I'm probably take like a week where I just go oh thank goodness for that but then it's a kind of am I going to make the mortgage this month? So it was like going on that roller coaster for 18 months was, you know, an absolute nightmare. And then I bugged out and went and joined um, Experian and, and then got some, you know, corporate experience. And obviously going from that roller coaster into corporate life felt absolutely the right thing to do. It was just more secure. I had people around me, people like, you know, that's where I met Richard, but I had people around me to support, coach and guide. Yeah. Um, which now doing this, this is not a roller coaster at all. This is very planned, it's very organized. And I guess what I'm trying to say is there's obviously different stages of, of people's lives and when the right time and the optimum time is, which goes back to your point about COVID or not COVID for us doesn't make a difference because no, we had the, the foundation of our experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it, the other point, it's kind of, I'm sort of thinking about stuff now, but if I was in, if I was a younger if I was my younger self now and the opportunity for redundancy came up, would I, you know, and obviously you know, the furlough scheme may be ending soon or it will be ending soon. Um, will businesses contract? Are there going to be redundancies? I expect so. Would I make the leap again? I don't know. It, it would be tough. And I guess it's, um, and it, I, you know, I don't want this to be a sales pitch for IMG, but I guess it's our model is around we can provide a bit of a soft landing for those for those folk in terms of 
you know, we've got contracts of various sizes of various businesses and actually the community can almost provide a bit of a, an environment like not a corporate environment, but a experienced people around you to support you through it. I think the next, the next year is going to be really interesting, particularly for people sort of younger or earlier in their career. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so important that those people, those younger people aren't forgotten in all of this because you know, it's so important that they are given the same kind of opportunities, even though they may have to be executed in a different way because of new restrictions that we're now under. But I was I was talking to somebody last week and we were saying about, you know, how much you learn as a young person being in an office, listening to the sales team on the phone or listening to the engineers having a chat, you know, in the background, you learn and you are, it gives you an opportunity to ask questions and to probe um, and to, you know, kind of hop onto that sales visit with you next week that, you know, that sounds really interesting. I'd mm. like to learn a bit more about that. And, you know, that's one of the, um, maybe the downsides to now the home working is that younger people within organisations aren't, maybe getting as much exposure as they would have done in the old scenario to the day-to-day that's happening within businesses. And that's all part of the, the kind of the learning process, really. I, I completely agree. And it's something which I had not really realised. You kind of use up in your own lens, don't you? And actually, someone said that to me, it was just like, yes, yeah, OK for you, because you've got an office at home and you've got, you know, I, I work on a kitchen table or something which is, you know, over a radiator kind of, and it's just like, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. And it's almost how you interact with people as well in an office, yeah. in the fact that how you learn to negotiate and, and work your way around. So um, what, one question before we get on to the sort of the community, really. Um, so we talked about setting up our own businesses. What was, what was the one bit of advice you were given, which was just kind of stuck with you about, you know, because... When, when you float these, I'm going to go and start my own business. Everyone gives you advice. What was the one bit which was like, okay, I'm going to keep on board? I think for me, it was take at least a day a week to work on your own business. Right. And I try and do, I've tried to commit to that. So I'll try to give myself the equivalent of a day a week over the course of a week to yeah. work on my own business. And I think that's really, really important. And that was the one piece of advice that just resonated with me as being quite yeah critical because I think if you you know you have to do that to to nurture your business and to move you know to move forward so you're you're not just treading water from day to day or week to week but you're you know but you're planning you're planning ahead um and yeah being a more sort of strategic person anyway I'm if I've got a plan to hand, I'm comfortable and I'm happy. <laughs> so for me, that's quite important. Dave, what was yours? I was just trying to think. And I, Shall I give you some more time to think and I'll tell you mine? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. So my, mine was basically, it's linked to what you said earlier, always have six months. So basically it was about making sure you retain enough money in your account to pay your overheads and your salary, however small that is, for six months, because it relieves the pressure on your business and your, your conversation about, you know, can I pay the mortgage, can I not? And that's how we run our business. We've always, we always know if everything stopped today, we have a six month runway to, to basically get more business. And I think that, doesn't make us blase, but it makes us, it, 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 it means you can make rational decisions, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Dave? 
Uh, <laughs> on the spot now. No, I think the, um, I was trying to reflect back on kind of when we, or when I did this before. And, and I think the, the, um, my previous business partner, he, he remains a sort of a mentor to me now um, and a friend. And um, I learned so much from him. So while I say that that experience was an absolute, you know, emotional roller coaster, the learning curve was literally vertical on, on all sorts of avenues. And I guess <clears throat> the one thing that really sort of resonates um, from what I spent or what I learned from him was about um, having, having mentors and about they don't need to know their mentors. And it's almost like having a, um, you know, like your own personal board boardroom so people that you might speak to or ask advice of or seek guidance from they don't even need to know that they're a, they're a mentor or whatever but having you know surrounding yourself with people that can help you make better decisions faster um and you know even you know when I was working client side when I was in, in corporates or whatever that was that was true and that's really stuck with me and it's really it almost helped sort of ground you a bit in terms of you don't have to make you know, quick decisions, you can think about things and get different opinions. And that's really helpful, I find. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good piece of advice. Um, so, so sort of finally on to the community then. So one, one question people listening might have is that, so you run your own business, you're very successful yeah. in your own right. Why, why join the Inspired Marketing Group community, which is almost competing with your business? You know, <laughs> what, what kind of sort of made you do this in reality? <laughs> well what made me do it was kind of why not do it really I think um you know we, we we've got very similar approaches um that work in quite a complementary way and I like the fact that you know you are part of a, a community so being a essentially a solopreneur right now um you know it's good to it's good to connect and 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 have people around you like you were just saying Dave and and work with people as part of this community it's nice to feel part of something probably you know a bit broader than just my own business at this stage um I think for me the fact that almost there's no obligation made it a no-brainer so I sign up with you guys pay a small monthly um subscription and to know that you guys are out there looking for opportunities to help me fill my funnel, my pipeline of work, was really great to know. I, I don't have the luxury of, of having a huge, you know, uh, sales team at Apricus Marketing out there looking for, for business for me. So to connect with you guys, knowing that you guys um, are potentially picking up projects that I, that I can take on, why you know why not do it and then the fact that it was made very clear to me that I can fit those projects completely around my own business so if if I'm too if you come to me with a project today and I'm too busy to take it on I've got no obligation to take it on I can just be very open and honest and say that's great it's a brilliant fit for me but unfortunately it's not the right timing for me and then you guys can agree with the client either to delay and wait for my availability or you have other fantastic people in the community that, that you can offer it on to. And so that was kind of nice and, and reassuring that it's totally flexible. 
and can fit within my model within my business if you like and and that's how we've managed to make it it work so far and um i think it's it's worked quite well and i think as well you talked about you always want to spend a day on your business so in effect potentially worth taking some of that day lead general on your behalf so we're almost creating a bit of your time as well so absolutely and, yeah and i think we what we we've now worked together on a project for four months have we now yeah it's gone really quickly hasn't it yeah so so and i think from from my side but and actually speaking from the client side as well what they really really like about what we've placed into that business is it's a mixed skill set on a mixed kind of um contractual rate so they're almost getting a bit a bit of your expertise a bit of my expertise and actually the, the two blend together is probably someone they couldn't afford or doesn't actually exist um, mm. and then from your business point of view I think what well, we're taking a day of your week to do that so then you're still running your business and getting another four or however many days you want to do so yeah it, we, we talk about flexibility a lot in our business and actually like you've just said it's non-obligatory but it's flexible to work as much as you want to or not for us and and actually outside of that and I'm not going to try and put words in your mouth I think you've kind of said it, I'm almost like paraphrasing it even if there is no work the the, the the sort of input you get from the community about how to run a business, just collaborating with all the marketeers, is probably worth a nominal subscription fee anyway. Yeah, so, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when you think, you know, the monthly fee is the cost of a couple of coffees these days. <laughs> like yeah. I say, it really was yeah. a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's been great. I think, you know, I think we, we you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, you... You, you've embraced the model. I love the fact that we've we've obviously found you, or you found us, whoever it is. I, I'd like to think we found you. To be fair, because you'll you'll certainly bring more to, to the group than we could ever hope to offer. So it's been great, sort of um, having your time uh, today. And um, and yeah, Dave, do you want to do the normal wrap up? Because you're so much better at it than me. <laughs> Face for radio is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that was really insightful. Yeah, and thank you, Claire, for coming on this kind of journey with us i really thank appreciate you. it thank and, you for having um, me it's been great so far yeah so far so far we're still gonna keep, <laughs> gonna keep keep it going yeah keep the momentum going chaps otherwise that'll be it i'm out of here um but yeah no really really brilliant like like richard said you know one of the first people through the door totally get it um and has you know helped us deliver some fantastic results for our clients so yeah really really uh thank you claire and thank you for your time and if you're a marketer, if you're currently freelancing, if you're on the client side and you fancy dipping your toe and you want that soft landing, then um, come and have a look, see what we're doing. Visit us at theimgroup.co.uk slash join. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, it doesn't matter what skill set you've got. We'd, we'd love to uh, get you involved. And similarly, if you would like to hire some of our expertise, including the wonderful Claire, uh, Rich and I were kind of all right, but you know, you probably want to. Um, then, yeah, have a look at the website, theimgroup.co.uk. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much for your time, chaps. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Claire. And um, yeah, we'll see you all on the next one. Howdy. Bye.